You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarrabaska Users Group Radio Show on Community Radio 3CR, live streaming, digital, AM, and a whole bunch of ways you can listen to 3CR. Uh, And welcome to, was it Monday, the uh, 15th of August 2022. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the previous hour of Current Affairs. My name's Chris and uh, Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio will show about bicycles, cycling, micro-mobility, urban transport and today we're casting a further thing to it, not just the inner suburbs but we're going to have a chat about uh, bicycle recycling in the Yarra Valley and a new initiative that's uh, started in, uh, I think, the upper Yarra Valley, and I'll be chatting to Damien after uh, the introductions, and uh, yeah, there's actually been some very good news around in the last week or so, you know, sometimes on this show, and it just feels like you're repeating the same advocacy bits that this needs to happen, but uh, the people holding the levers aren't doing anything, (laughs) but this week we actually or last week, I should say, actually had some wins. There's no doubt that uh, Faith and Val next week will tell you about that uh, Moreland Council, uh, the uh, pop-up bike lane things that have been happening out there for protected, or I should say roads and the like out there. Um, The shared zones in Victoria, Albert Street near Flemington Park will remain in place with a bike lane um, in part of Albion Street. Uh, the pop-up bike lane in Old Dawson will become permanent at uh, Kent Street going out for another 12-month trial. So, yay. After, ooh, how many years have we been on about this protected infrastructure and the pop-up thing that's been, what, two years of, yes, big announcement and then your local government uh, stuff gets involved and starts trying to pull it all back it's great that we finally start getting these wins. Now, there's another really interesting one that's further afield to do with, I'll just bring this up, the uh, Friends of Bendigo Kilmore Trial together with the Mitchell Bicycle Users Group call upon the Victorian State uh, Government to prioritise future funding for the Warland to Heathcote Rail Trail Project and uh, and let's extend uh, the O'Keefe rail trail and if you go to the uh, Kilmore or Friends of uh, Bendigo Kilmore rail trail I think it's got a whole bunch of stuff about bicycle networks involved and Mitchell Bicycle user group the one that I really am looking forward to is there's a refresh of the uh, Northern Regional Trail Strategy refresh project now you might be aware that Moreland did 
part of this going back to 2016. At the moment, the Refresh Project's moved on to Banyul Council. So they've got um, to reflect the significant growth and change in northern Melbourne over the last uh, six years. And uh, the, the point of this is, you know, you know your trails that go out like your Mooney Ponds and Upfield and all that sort of stuff. This is the bit that goes a bit further, like the Mooney uh, Creek Trail and the right that goes out to the Metropolitan Ring Road and Elgers Creek Trail, Whittlesea Rail Trail, those sort of things. Now... Annual are uh, doing the refresh of it at the moment, and then in late 2022, there should be an ex- um, exhibition of the draft strategy. Now, I should get the link for that. You know, you know how you get all these little things like engage, participate, uh, your say. Now, uh, Banyul's got their version of it, and it's just trying to bring it up. I think there's a bit of, they must get a thesaurus out for um, trying to work out what they're going to call their little participation models on their websites. It's, oh, it's uh, shaping, shaping.banual.vic.gov.au, Northern Regional Trials. Uh, and and uh, further afield in New South Wales, uh, there was some legislation that went through uh, the, the their government, state government, and if this plays nicely, I'll be able to find it, about uh, making rail trails or yeah, disused rail trails into bike or tra- oh, yeah, shared paths and the like. I can't bring it up right now. Believe it or not, it was from the Nationals, <laughs> Nationals New South Wales. And actually, the Nationals are in the news today talking about... Uh, Yes, there's some very decidedly average uh, politics that went on with the previous governor of people quietly swearing themselves into positions that they shouldn't have, but then saying that that was not their job. Um, will it come up for me? It's. I think this studio is a Faraday cage and it's not allowing me to have a look at it at the moment, but I might see if I can back announce it after the interview. Now, something that is incredibly important for you know, coming back to the inner suburbs is uh, I've mentioned a couple of times on the show, which is the Warmler Street Bridge Works. Now, the it's the northern land section, the northern land bridge that's been worked upon. Uh, not the actual bridge because it got... Uh, heritage listed, and the southern land bridge side of it is Yarra's Yarra Council's uh, uh, remit. Now, work has com- uh, commenced today. However, on good authority, it has commenced today on the northern land bridge section, and it will be closed for eight months. Now, if you're kind of a little bit uh, concerned that uh, this may coincide with the uh, proposed work for Gipp Street. Well, if you go to the um, Parks Vic website, there's a little update there for the Gipps Street uh, ramps that uh, one, at some point, one sunny day, will replace the steps. It's gone, it sounds like it's gone back out to tender. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, so those two will not be coinciding. It would have been good if we kind of, kind of if, if you're going to have this massive amount of, uh, uh, you know, work and stuff happening in that area that they could have lined it up, but no. <laughs> uh, it's really quite fascinating from um, the amount of working groups and stuff have been involved in these two issues for a lengthy period of time of uh, you're still sitting there waiting for the powers that be, who again hold the levers, to uh, get things in parallel or synchronised, and they don't. Anyway, <laughs> but we did have some good news, so, you know, 
it's a sunny day out there, kind of go forth and have a little bit of happiness, you know, that, that things are working in terms of uh, getting separated infrastructure and active transport and the like. But after the break, I'm going to be speaking to Damien, who is known to many people within the cycling uh, galaxy, universe of Melbourne, and uh, his um, thing that he's involved with, which is upcycles at the uh, Yarra Ecos. So after the break, we'll have a chat. chat. A new show joining the 3CR Radical Radio Wednesday Hometime team at 6pm. Fat Chat will present the voices of self-advocates with cognitive disabilities. Voice at the Table, VAT, provides practical information to ensure people with cognitive disabilities have a real and equal voice at the table. Welcome, I'm Warren. I'm a graduate of the Voice at the Table training and presenter of the VAT Chat podcast. VAT Chat presents self-advocates in their own words and voice, showcasing how self-advocates are changing their world. Joining the 3CR Wednesday Hometime family from the 24th of August at 6pm and the 4th Wednesday of every month after that. 3CR, the voice of your community. Ross House is a five-storey heritage-listed community building situated in the heart of Melbourne at 247 to 251 Flinders Lane, just up from DeGrave Street and next to the City Library and CAE. Ross House is the only community-owned and managed building in Australia, home to many of Melbourne's charities and not-for-profit groups. Ross House has been a pioneer in the social and environmental movements since 1987. Ross House is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR. And on the line today, have Damien. Long time no, uh, well, we're catching up finally. No, how are you, Chris? Good, good. So, oh, I think we're going to have to re- reintroduce yourself to uh, the 3CR audience. No problems. Yep. Um, first of all, thanks for the opportunity. My name's Damien. I've got a, a lifelong passion of bikes and... Um, uh, over the last 40 years or so, I've been involved in some way, shape or form in bicycles, selling them, racing them, uh, repairing them uh, or making them. And uh, I've been living in the Yarra Valley for almost 20 years. I had a couple of bike shops on the rail trail, um, bike cafes actually called Bike Cafe. And uh, I sold them off and... Retired for about the fifth time, and <laughs> um, I got approached uh, maybe about five months ago by TAFE, actually, or Box Hill Institute, and the uh, request was to teach bike maintenance at a, at a TAFE level, and the idea was to teach this course at a location in Wesburn in the Yarra Valley, and I knew Wesburn well, and I knew ECOS the location, and it was to deliver a bike maintenance course uh, there, and Chelsea, who was part of the Zoom meeting at the time, uh, her ears picked up and uh, she was looking for someone to run the Upcycles program, which is what we're talking about here, So, um, and subsequently, I then got a job to teach TAFE in Lilydale, bike maintenance, and also now running the Upcycles program at Wisburn. 
Okay, so this is part of what the Yarra Valley ECOS uh, project. What's ECOS stand for? Okay, so ECOS is a not-for-profit community organisation and it's um, it's on about 17 or 18 acres. It's a beautiful bush setting and it's in Wesburn, so it's a, maybe eight kilometres uh, short of Warburton on the Warburton Highway. Oh, I get you, yep. Yep, so it's uh, it's just off the rail trail. It's um, an old poultry farm, and it's been uh, now used as, uh, like I say, a not-for-profit community organisation that focuses mainly on earth education, promoting local food production, sustainable living. So on paper, that's what they do, but if you, if you were to visit, you would see a, um, a beautiful bush setting with people doing things everywhere. There's beautiful organic gardens. It's a permaculture base, um, permaculture farm, but there's, there's a pottery studio, um, there's a little cafe, there's a, a, a market that sells uh, organic food every Friday night. There's a stage for um, uh, local theatre and music, then there's a big dome where they do circus. So it's, it's mainly about... Uh, promoting sustainable living uh, and local food production. And one of their dreams was to um, continue that and have um, this program called Upcycles. And Upcycles primarily uh, is wanting to reduce landfill and create a community resource for bicycle education. That's the two main aims. Mm. So, like, this is in kind of a conjunction with a on-site uh, local business. Well, Ecos has um, people who can come in and um, create their own space. So, for example, at Ecos, there's a business that does builds tiny homes, but Ecos themselves run their own programs. So oh, they okay. do. Yeah, yeah, I was. So they, yeah, go on. I was just getting a little bit ahead of itself. I was like, in terms of the upcycle, uh, it's with Gert by Dirt. That's yeah. where I was heading towards. But yeah, sure, sure. But I, I also just say, keep it on here because there's building a chocolate factory or something out there. <laughs> there's a, a beautiful little, um, not that I know of, but there's a little Mexican chocolatier. Ah, um, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So on Friday nights and when they have the market and some other times, there's a, a little cafe on site that has, I can't remember what the, the fellow's name is, but he's from Mexico and so it's very authentic Mexican hot chocolate. Um, so he does coffees and other Mexican treats. So on a Friday night, it's very vibrant uh, atmosphere, music and lots of you know, chai stalls and, the, and, and, and vegetables to buy and... Now um, we have upcycles, so um, upcycles is another aspect of ECOS and it's open on Saturdays between 10 and 4, but on the markets I think what we'll do is we'll have a little display for some of the bikes that we are upcycling, so for sale to the community. Yeah, so with the actual thing, like in the inner suburbs we'd be familiar things like We Cycle Series, Back to Bikes... Um, the Inner West um, Bike Hub, these sort of things. It seems like you've got, um, like you're working with, you know, younger people, community members to refurbish bikes. 
And this is something like you know people know of and they've heard of, but this uh, again. As you know, with bikes, there's a phenomenal turnover with stuff. So, like, yeah. you, when when things are donated, um, is do you have like a triage set up, and then you have like set things what you can and can't do with what comes in? Yeah, exactly. So, we source bikes um, by donation from the public or from local bike shops. So, um, we are partnering with Dirt by Dirt, who is the closest bike shop to. So in the Yarra Valley, uh, there's three bike shops. There's Cog, my old shop in Warburton. Then there's uh, Ride Time, also in Warburton, and Girt by Dirt in Yarra Junction. And they're all more or less on the rail trail. And uh, so they, will, if they have excess parts or bikes that are not uh, economically viable to rebuild, well, they'll give them to us. And you, you're right, we do a triage, so I... I it's my job to have a look at the bikes and there was a bit of a backlog. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I, I can have a look at the bike. So it, it, it's a, like a twofold benefit here because what we do in, um, in pulling the bikes apart is one is that we're, we're reusing some of the parts off the bikes and then the parts that aren't reused, we, we recycle. So we put them in the metal scrap bin or you discard the, the um, rubber and plastic in the right areas. But in doing so, the uh, people who are doing it are, are learning the skills in pulling the bikes apart. Um, so even though what our main aim is to reduce landfill and, and bicycle education, uh, subsequently or, or, or sort of indirectly what people are getting is, is skills in, in, in reusing things rather mm. than throwing them away. So we're developing uh, and nurturing a culture of uh, upcycling, and uh, and also people are learning how to use tools in, in, a, in a sort of a, a space that is comfortable and uh, also supervised by someone who's the so-called expert, which is me. Um, well, of course you are. I mean, you know, you've, you've, everyone knows about you, Damien. I mean, <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris. Well, I've been around for a while, so I hope the other yep. But, you know, I have a passion, like I said, a passion for bikes, but also a passion for teaching people new skills. And I think the demographic, like you mentioned all those um, uh, upcycling places in, in town. Yeah. Our, our place is a little different. And I was speaking to Andrew about the Bike Shed at series last week. And, you know, we, our demographic and ge- geography is different. So very much a car-focused area at the Arrow Valley. It's difficult to, difficult to get around by bike, and if it weren't for the rail trail, it would be almost impossible. So we're trying to get people on bikes, um, but mostly people use bikes for recreation, and in the city it's more for commuting and you know, to uh, reduce cars, car use. So a lot of the bikes we'll use will be sort of more off-road or recreation like people to use to get fit, mental health, you know, um, uh, uh, get out into the bush, fresh air. Yep. Um, so both physically and mentally healthy. But younger people, like I've seen in the Yarra Valley, my my I've, I've noticed and observed two things. One, after the, pan, um, the pandemic, you know, a lot more people riding bikes, and a lot more younger people riding bikes. And the other thing is that there's been a bit of a um, a lot of excitement in the Yarra Valley about the 
impending Warburton bike hub. Yeah, uh, I've been watching that. Yeah, so that's been building, and, and what's happened is I was involved in the early days on that, but what I've seen now coming back to the valley and doing some work there is a lot of the younger people are just <laughs> they're itching for it, and there's so many bikes around now, um, mountain bikes, and hopefully, we haven't seen it yet, but in the early days at Upcycles, hopefully a lot of those younger people can come in and make use of you know the, the workshop that we've got. We've got um, some really high-quality tools which were provided by Unior and Sustainable Sustainability Victoria SV has been very generous in the, um, the funding for the setup of upcycles, and, and due to that funding, we've been able to set up a state-of-the-art workshop. It's a fantastic space. It's like ten metres by ten metres. Oh wow! Great tools, work stands everywhere. Uh, we've got a little uh, turntable set up, so yeah, <laughs> you look out the windows. And uh, I was there on Saturday, and there's, you know, there's kookaburras and, and parrots. It's just a great. Um, if anyone's out there and they want to donate a really nice coffee machine, uh, um, I think someone's looking out for you at the moment for that. Um, I'll have a talk to them tonight. Fabulous! That's good to hear. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because it says there you got um, you know putting like a, a bike cafe workshop sort of thing together. And I thought, you're going to have you have to turn tables out there somewhere, aren't you, Damien? <laughs> well, it's one of the first things we went in, actually. Yeah. Um, the, the, the audio. Yep. Um, to give a bit of atmosphere. You know, I suppose ECOS is about being inclusive for the whole community. It's very much a community space. So, you know, people of all ages, all abilities, you know, uh, are welcome out there. And I'm hoping that, you know, it will be a a lot younger audience or, or participation voluntarily coming in and look remains to be seen but the one of the things that uh, you know that's my job I suppose <laughs> I got to do that but one of the things that's going to help I think is part of the plan for the Warburton bike hub is that the, one of the trail heads one of the main trail heads is literally across the road from ethos oh what an opportunity yeah so and that's uh, very good also for Gert by Dirt, the local shop. They're renting a space on Ecos, basically adjacent to us, back-to-back to, back to us, and we've set up their space, which is also about a 10-metre-by-10-metre space. So they'll be running... Uh, so they've almost outgrown their shop in Yarra Junction, so they'll be doing excess work there and also probably, I imagine, storing some high bikes there. Oh, yes, you, you, I remember your high bikes. Yeah, yeah, so they're still going strong. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, yeah but this yeah. sort of thing, like, it, it's creating pathways. You're recycling and then you're creating pathways, be it career or riding or people just getting into riding and picking a pathway out of that. Yeah. And um, also for, for younger people, yeah, especially in the area, like you're saying, it, it is it is hell and gone from here in terms of here it's riding for transport, there it's recreation. Yeah. Um, all strength to... You know, your arm and cone spanners, whatever. <laughs> but uh, just in closing, how can people get in yeah. contact with uh, Upcycles at ECOS? Okay. So, first of all, um, you can drop in any time between 10 and 4 on any Saturday. Um, one thing I, I failed to mention, Chris, was that we're running programs like um, small courses every second week. Oh, good. And Yep. Yeah, so they're, they're short courses, so a lot to do with bicycle education. And we're doing short courses like how to fix a flat tyre, introduction to bike packing, how to set your bike up to be more comfortable, 
uh, tuning your gears. Uh, so we're doing those every second week. Um, and also I'm doing the bike maintenance courses at TAFE in Lillydale campus. And then in the fourth term of this year, we'll be running them out of ECOS. So anyone in the Yarra Valley who's maybe looking to either increase their skills on their on bikes uh, or maybe a stepping stone like vocationally into the industry because, um, you know, there's not a lot of out there to learn how to be a bike mechanic. So first of all, you can drop in. Well, second of all, you can email. So the email is upcycles at ecos.org.au. And so how to be involved, Chris, is you become a member of ECOS. Yep. And then you have access then to come in and work on bikes. Uh, on yep. So it's not just a drop-in work. You've got to go through just a small process but an important process. It is important because, yep. you know, it's a valuable or invaluable resource and uh, to, uh, for us to protect all of the, you know, that, that uh, you know, like the, the state-of-the-art tools and workshops, yeah. you need to have some boundaries and, and, and create um, some, uh, yeah, some guidelines for its use. Yes. Um, so that we can maintain it for the future and let it grow. Well, I was just thinking too with your, your uh, workshops, like you, that'd be a jumping off point there, if you like for the bike packing. It's like a gateway. People go, oh, I can do this, and off they disappear into the Alps or something. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, there's so many trails. I mean, oh, isn't you it? You just get to the end of the Lillardo Wolverton Rail Trail, and then off you go to Big, Big Pat's Creek, you've got the Acheron oh. Way. You can you can literally, if you want, head off to Gippsland, and uh, yeah, it's a bikepacking paradise. Well, this is this this is absolutely magnificent, uh, Damien, and thank you so much for making time today to speak on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. We'll My have, pleasure. And we'll have, probably have to do a catch up uh, at some point to see how you're all going out there. Sounds like a great idea. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ross House has community meeting rooms available for hire at subsidised rates. Perfect for small meetings, student study groups, Zoom conferencing and seminars. Facilities include free Wi-Fi, display screens for presentations, projector and sound system and a Zoom conferencing system. HEPA filter units have been placed in every meeting room. You can book and pay via their website, rosshouse.org.au or contact reception during office hours on 9650-1599. Ross House is a 3CR supporter. And you're back listening to Yarra Pascal Users Group Radio on Community Radio 3CR. Uh, in the intro, um, I mentioned something about rail trials because we are just talking to Damien about rail trials. They're on the Warburton and out there. Rail trials bill passes, and this is in the New South Wales state government. The Transport Administration Amendment Rail Trials Bill 2022 alters the Transport Administration Act 1988 to provide a streamlined approach that may enable regional rail trials where and when the community wants them. Uh, the bill unlocks opportunities for communities and fixes outdated and onerous legislation that required a change to the Act for each rail trial. I'm not a quite all fair with what the thing is in Victoria, but that sounds like it's a bit of a freeing up of, uh, you know, something disused infrastructure. Moving on to, you know, shared trails, bike trails, that sort of thing. Also want to bring up that uh, our ancient and aged Yarra Bicycle User Group website is 
kind of partially been dragged into the 21st century or the early part of it, yarrabug.org, doing a lot of updates. We've um, doing a lot of testing and found that a whole bunch of things on it weren't working and changing over the uh, mailing group and our contact page. If you've been trying to contact us via the contact page, one of the plugins wasn't playing very nicely, so that's been updated. And uh, just go through and have a look. We've got a whole bunch of things in there about um, how to take action, resources, you know, you can start locally and start thinking about things that happen overseas as well. Got a whole bunch of different links to things that may interest you, active transport and state government, all these sort of things. And got a great big page on bike shops and retail because there's so much in the inner suburbs and uh, just just popped in basically every bike shop that... uh, we could think of. <laughs> There's a few more that are still to be added. Anyway, thank you so much for Damien for making time to talk about upcycles in um, Yarra Valley Ecos. That's something that's going to be an absolute asset and treasure for that area. And he said it's it's very different to the way that we deal with stuff in the inner suburbs of cycling for transport. These these things are really important when they arise, these initiatives, because they're giving people uh, options and things that uh, previously, you know, in a car-dominated area or somewhere without, um, you know, easy access to public transport, gives people options. Okay, so that's all I've got time for today on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. Podcast should be up later today or uh, just wait a little while and go to the Yarra Bug website, Oh, Yarrabug website, which is .org.au, radio, the mirror site, or go to 3cr.org and and look up the on-demand. This is another kind of almost more lightweight way of looking or listening to podcasts, using the wrong sense there. Up next is Shebop, followed by Black Block. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.